0: Two Girls Talking, you know what that means. It's time to talk. What's going on in the world? How about your business? How about your life? Let's talk it out. Two Girls Talking.
1: Hey everyone, it's Ashley. And it's
0: Anna. And I am so excited for this podcast, Ashley, because it has been a while since you and I, just you and I, on this podcast have spoken together.
1: Yeah. We've done a lot of talking off the podcast. We talk almost yes. every day, but Anna and I realized that we have been talking to a lot of guests and we haven't had just our one-on-one conversations on the podcast. And I miss that. And maybe you did Me too, too. Maybe not. but we're going to be having that conversation today because a lot has happened and we want to give share some updates And um, because we're sure you're, you can relate or maybe not, but we feel like as our podcast squad, you might want to hear what we've been up to in our lives.
0: Yeah, it has been a really crazy, crazy 2021, and it looks like it's going to be a really busy 2022. I know that for me, um, my oldest is graduating high school, which wow. is crazy, right? Isn't that crazy?
1: When Ashley I and I can't believe were... it. I remember when he was uh, a little toddler.
0: I know, right? Isn't that crazy? I was just getting ready to say when you guys met him, when you met him, and we all started working together. He was two years old and now, and and he was just a little, little munchkin and now he's six feet tall and he's 17 and he's going to go off into the world. And part of me is, is really thrilled about that. And part of me is so sad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot because. It's not like you'll be an empty nester yet, but I just think that that's your first baby to like I know. buy the coop and I mean, how are you feeling about all this? Um you know, it's really
0: interesting. I I always think back and this is going to sound awful, but I always think back to what what uh, Barack Obama said at a at, a, at a, a memorial service for uh he was he was always Obama was always a great consoler. You know, he always
1: yeah, he said was. the right
0: things, but I always remember one of the things he said was when our children, from the moment they are born, we teach them to walk away from us.
1: Uh, yeah, Oh And you know that quote.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's so true. I yeah. never, ever thought about that, but it's so true. I mean, when you're, and you're closer to those ages than I am obviously, but when They learn how to walk, you're so thrilled. And when they learn how to talk, you're so thrilled. And then they're walking and talking for all of like a month and a half. And you're like, oh, my God, what did I ask for? Mm -hmm, Right? mm -hmm. What did I wish for? This is not (laughs) – this is awful. Um, But they start to become their own humans, right? And that's – in the one part, that's really fabulous. You know, you want that for them. And then – but with the next breath, you're just like, oh, I wish I could just – keep them, not keep them where, you know, they have to have me all the time, but where they still will really need me, you know, at that, at that point. So it's really hard. I'm really, really thrilled and excited and so proud of who he is and who he's becoming. And I'm really excited to see who he's going to be. But at the same time, I keep thinking about everybody he's been or who he's been. Yeah. You know, yeah. And stuff.
1: I know. It's, I mean, worry. even like as me, not his mom, like watching him grow up, I'm like, I can't <laughs> believe he's getting ready to go. There's I mean, so you have a very busy 2022 coming I up. I do. And like, yes. not just busy, but like maybe emotionally taxing or just, yes. it, I mean, a lot. And this, this is yeah. going to be like a whole new experience for your family.
0: It really is. It really is. My daughter is like, yes, I'm going to miss him, mom, but- I'm going to move into his room because it's bigger. <laughs>
1: oh my God. Of course. Like my exactly. little sister wouldn't do that. I feel like exactly. every single kid in my house is like, Oh my God. Yes. Um, <laughs> that makes so much sense. But then it'll be like, what it'll be what'll be like having one kid at home and one in college. And Oh my God. I know. Yeah.
0: And I, and I think it's really weird because as they grow older and your kids are still in that, you know, need you to drive them everywhere now. But Really, it has been an interesting, interesting time because Micah, my husband, and I—we've been able to do more things together, right? And that, I mean, that's what you you do, but it's really weird because for so many What's years, that like Anna, <laughs> I know, right? Because for so many years, everything you do is all about the kids, yeah. And now it's like, hey, it's kind of cool—you get to do things, and you know, everything that you would put off. Or you know, don't get me wrong. They're both going to go to college, so we still, you know, we still have to work. And you and I own a business. You and I are never going to retire. Yeah. No. But um, you know, everything that we wanted to do, now we actually have the chance of trying to do it. So, so
1: like, talk dirty to me. What do you guys do? <laughs> like, I no, because like, I mean, it is so hard for Mike and I to get alone time. Yeah. It just doesn't happen, to be honest. Like, unless it's like scheduled and you have to plan it out weeks months in advance literally yeah. i like literally just got him some tickets for christmas or something um for a concert in february that's going to probably be our first date night yeah Until then <laughs> <laughs>
0: um you know it's so weird because um sometimes, you know, we won't know that, that we have a day or a night off until it's like upon us. And then we're just kind of like, what do you want to do? Well, no, what do you want to do? I don't know. You want to, do, I mean, it was just, it was so weird, right? Because we always, when you're dating, you know, you can plan it. You can go here, you can do that, you can do this. And now suddenly it's six o'clock on a Saturday, after, uh, Saturday evening and your kids are like, okay, see you. And we're looking at each
1: other like, what are we going to do?
0: Oh that's my gosh. Good. I
1: would like, I'd be like, all oh, right, God. bye. Like we're going to go. Like, <laughs> we're gonna, I don't know. Actually, I, I don't know what I would do. I, Cause I wouldn't know what to do with myself because I feel like you, like you have spent so many years serving your kids. So you're kind of like rediscovering yourself and like you're seeing your spouse again for the first time in a new light. And wow. It's a lot. That's a lot.
0: I know. I know. Right. Isn't it crazy?
1: Yes. That's crazy. But I'm excited for you and excited for Joe and like, I know it'll be a lot. I'll be here for you. Um, and it's uh you know, it's just it's in turning a new leaf, turning a new chapter is. in life.
0: Yeah, totally exciting though, totally exciting. But you well both of us together, we have had an incredibly busy or we had an incredibly busy twenty twenty one. We you and I worked together a lot this year, actually. Yeah.
1: We did. I loved it. Which is great. Yeah. yeah a lot really of great. training. Like we actually, it's been awesome. I'm like, yeah. And, and um, and we bring in our friend Susan to help. It's been so much fun because it's almost it's like we're getting the gang back together. And that's what I want more of in 2022. Like more of hanging out with you. And exactly. Um, I can't wait. It doesn't feel like work. It's just, it feel, it's so joyful that, um, like that's my goal in life, Anna. And I'm sure for you too, is like, And my mom always taught me this is like, do what brings you joy and you'll never have to work a day in your life. And like when I'm with you and Susan and doing what I love, it doesn't feel like work. Yes. There are challenging days where I'm like, oh my God, it feels like work, but like, (laughs) yeah, but when we're in the zone and we're in like the video production media training zone, it certainly doesn't feel like work. It's very, very joyful. It's a joyful experience that I could do every day.
0: Well, in addition to working together, though, you have been busy on something completely different, which I am so thrilled for you and so proud of you and so jealous of you, too. You wrote a book. You're a published author.
1: Oh, my God. Don't be jealous, Anna. Everyone has a <laughs> book in them. Anyone who's listening, you, I, I really believe everyone is a writer. Um, but, yeah, I wrote a book in 2020 and in 2021, and it's called Authentic Power. Give Yourself Permission to Feel. Yes. I, I, I'm going I'm to be honest. I never thought I would write this book. I always thought I would write a book, but I thought it was going to be about media training or media. Right. Um right media relations, or sometimes I always thought I would write a novel about like working in TV, but, uh, and maybe that's going to happen one day, mm-hmm. but no. So, you know, when the pandemic hit, um, I found myself faced with a lot of familiar feelings and they were not good ones. They were right. like feelings of despair, depression, um, sadness, grief. I've been here before. That's yeah. what- I don't know if you've ever felt that, but they were very familiar to me because of the, my childhood trauma that I've been through.
0: Right, right, right. It, it, exactly. Uh, for those, if, if you're longtime listeners, you know that that um, Ashley has, has Lyme, chronic Lyme. And that was a struggle. I, I mean, I knew you before, I knew you during, and obviously I know you now. And I, I know how hard of a struggle that was. Um, and it was scary because none of us knew for the longest time what was wrong
1: no. no and 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 that those like feelings of fear and scariness like when the pandemic hit i was like oh my god i've i've been here before i know these i know these feelings but what i did differently was instead of like burying my feelings and acting like everything is fine and kind of numbing myself out to what I'm really feeling, I moved through my feelings during the pandemic. And like I did that through yoga and meditation and writing and all these healing modalities that I've learned from healing through my own childhood trauma. And so then I started journaling and I was like, hey, um, I wanna like, I, I it actually came to me in a meditation that like, I should write a book about this because what everyone else is faced with right now, like um, we are all going through a collective trauma and it would be such a loss if we didn't allow ourselves to move through and process this trauma in real time, or even like maybe like you're like, if, if we hold on to this trauma, which we are all experiencing mm-hmm. and don't allow ourselves to process these emotions. And I'm not saying like wallowing in your despair. Right. But actually like moving through them in healthy ways, like, breath work and primal ways and I can give all examples of that but um, by not moving through them it will be at the detriment to your health livelihood and well-being and I can say that as someone who when my dad died when I was 11 years old in front of me and my sister and my mom and I had to go and call nine one one and and run out and get the neighbors and my sister at nine years old gave him CPR my mom gave him CPR I mean that's traumatic right it is but yeah. I I buried those, that, that trauma within me. I didn't even talk about it, Anna. Like in high school, my high school boyfriend, I didn't tell him that my dad died. Like somebody else did. Like no one knew what happened to Ashley and Alex's dad because I don't want to talk about it.
0: Right.
1: By burying my trauma, what happens when you bury these feelings like this, it comes out in other ways. It comes out in people pleasing and lack of boundaries. I wore a mask of strength. Like on the outside, I looked like I was... I had, I had my shit together. I was right. captain of my dance team, secretary of my class, president of my sorority. Like I looked very accomplished on paper, but on the inside, I was dying. I was dying because I felt like I didn't, I wasn't being my true authentic self. I was an Oscar-worthy actress by acting like everything was okay. So, of course, I tried to numb myself through work addiction. I mean, like, I was addicted to my job when I worked at CBS News. I was there 18 hours a day. I mean, that's a news job anyway. But then I was also like – drinking way too much alcohol. I had very destructive relationships. So the the bearing the trauma only led me to numb myself out in really unhealthy ways. And what I found when I had my health crisis was that I was so physically ill. I I couldn't numb myself anymore. My, my body had like was overloaded and had to start feeling. And once I did, and once I did start processing these feelings, I found that that's really where lies the healing. And so I wrote my book, Authentic Power, Give Yourself Permission to Feel, in hopes that I can provide others some inspiration on how to move through their feelings in very safe ways. And also I share the wisdom of over 20 healing experts that have helped me. And they are psychologists and doctors and ER doctors and life coaches and spiritual mentors and energy healers and people that we've had on our podcast too. Right, right. All, their wisdom is featured in the book as well.
0: Oh, that's great. Oh, that's great. I understand exactly what you mean. My, my father died when I was 25 and I was the only one in my family out of college. And I was actually the only one who wasn't there when mm. he died. Mm. and I had so much guilt from that. I mean, I was 25. I was living and working on my own, and I was living in Florida, and my brother and sister were still in college, and they just happened to be home for the weekend. And they were there, and I wasn't. And, I I mean, my guilt and my grief manifested in food. And, of course, you know, bad decisions because – any kind of trauma, you know, leads to bad decisions. I don't care whether that's, you know, alcohol, destructive relationships, you know, food, whatever, whatever your vice is, that's where it's going to lead you to. And for for me, it was um, food. My gosh, I just gained so much weight. And honestly, I didn't even care what I look like anymore. And I don't know. And part of me still thinks that I have that, some of that mentality, but what was really interesting and the way this all started for you, of course, was, you know, with the pandemic, which it's been almost two years and we're not out of it. We're not out of it. We're still in all of these different variants and we're still trying to figure out how to get past this. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm so I'm, I'm so tired of everybody fighting everybody when it comes to the politics. I just want everybody to remember how, you know, we used to be able to help each other and and just try to get back to that. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about the person next to you. So, you know, that that's I I feel that's what we need to 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 get back to. But when it all started, I remember feeling like a huge weight. Like, you know, as you know, Micah, my husband, lost his job in the very beginning of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Had nothing to do with COVID. His company was just downsizing. And it just so happened. And I thought because you know we'd done this, we had been through this before with myself when you and I, you know, lost our job with Energy Now, and then he had lost his job, you know, the years before too. Um, and and you and I have had, you know, we had Nui Lehner Laner on our, our phone, on our phone, on our podcast, and she was great. And um, but this is before we ever knew her, mm-hmm. and I thought I would react one way. I thought I would react a certain way the second time around when Micah got laid off. And I wasn't too freaked out about it. But then COVID hit and everybody was like shutting down and there was not going to, there were no jobs out there at first. You know, I was, I was really, really freaked out. And I remember you and I talking and you're right. We drank every night. Sometimes we would drink together (laughs) on phone calls and Zoom calls, whatever. Yeah, Right. We did. Because I think that's like where you go. So learning how to, first of all, being so self-aware that you recognize that in yourself. Um, Yeah,
1: step one. Yeah, Most people never get there. They don't. They don't. (laughs) Truly.
0: And second, trying different types of modalities to get to where you can do something for that, right? Because a lot of people will just, they're so stressed, they do one thing. And they're like, that's not working. So they just keep doing whatever it was that was bad for them and your health continues and you go, you know, on and on and on. But you and I, you know, I'm I'm really lucky. We we both of us have a lot of friends, but I'm very, very lucky that you were my friend because there are things that you and I do together. And part of that was like our our meditation. You are, are big believers in in meditation in the power of prayer, the spirituality of all of this stuff. You know, Mm -hmm. you and I together are very big believers in that. And so that's something that you and I do together, and that's great. And um, we also are big yoga people, which is all about centering and learning how to do this. I'm not very good at it, guys. Ashley can do it, like, really super great. I'm not that good at it, (laughs) but I do it. I do it. I really can't everybody talks about putting their you know when you're in your 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 three-legged dog or whatever and you bring your leg all the way through into your lower lunge I'm the person who has to move physically grab my my leg and move it forward because it doesn't want to go through by itself
1: but I'm going to say this the fact that you just show up on that mat you've won the day like I say that in my book like if I show up on my yoga mat it doesn't matter if I've sat in child's pose the whole time I have still met myself on the mat you meet yourself where you're at. And that's why like, for me, yoga, like at first it was like a workout, but now years later, it's like, it's this deep spiritual practice for me. And it's amazing. I love doing yoga like in a community. And that's one thing that I've really missed during COVID, um, was just being able to do yoga with other people. Now things are starting to open up again, you know, people are getting vaccinated. So I, I do go. Um, but I like, I just love, like you said, like I think community is so important when you have a group to meditate together, to breathe together, to do yoga together, like just forming a like-minded community. Um, I think if anything, COVID has taught us the power of connection and community mm-hmm. and how important it is for our mental and emotional and spiritual well-being. Like we are meant to be communicators and connectors.
0: Absolutely.
1: That's when things start going downhill.
0: Absolutely. You know, it was crazy because I I didn't it's not like I missed going, you know, to the Super Bowl. I didn't miss going out and seeing a gajillion different people, right? I really did miss just getting together with close friends. I really just missed hanging with my girls. I really just missed
1: We love people.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't but, be- okay. I was going to say this. Like we love people. We yeah. I I consider myself an introverted extrovert where like I love hanging out with people but I also do love to be alone. But then there's people like my husband who is an introverted introvert and and like COVID was the absolute greatest thing that has ever happened to him and his family. Like all activities stopped, all pressure to see people stopped. And he could be alone in his (laughs) yard on his tractor. And like, I have never seen Mike so happy. And I'm curious, like, was Micah like that? And for like our listeners, like, which one were you? Were you the one that like missed your friends? Or were you like, I freaking love this isolation? Because if you are, you should Come be friends with my husband and sit and isolate together.
0: <laughs> um. No, Micah. Micah is is introverted, but he is more. He, I would call him introverted extrovert. Like my daughter is that way too. My 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 son and I are both extrovert extroverts. You know, we have to have social. And Alexander is very very social, as is my husband. But both of them are 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 okay not being around other people all the time. I'm, o- I'm okay having, you know, quiet time, but I'm not okay being by myself. I'm not. It has nothing to do with FOMO yeah, either.
1: You, really? I'm no. so fascinated by this. So no. um, you're not okay being by yourself. So this is something well, that came- not
0: for a, for a very, very long time. Like I, I like to be I, by myself. Okay. But I think that one of the best things about like, my husband, and this is just like you know, relationships in general. Is that sometimes you and, and this is my, my my daughter has this with one of her oldest dearest friends. Um, when you can hang out with somebody and not have to say a word, but like just share the experience,
1: the best the like a, best. like a
0: walk in the park, yeah, or just like hanging out. And my my husband to me is that way. We can hang out in the same room and not say or do anything, yeah. But I, I, still like, I still like it better when he's there than he when he's not there.
1: I feel the same way about yeah. Mike. Like, um, he can often be a man of few words, and I, I kind of love that. And I, I like, I think, because I'm a talker. Um, <laughs> but like, you know, when we went on like a six mile hike in the mountains for our anniversary, I wasn't talking the whole time. Mm-hmm. It was like taking quiet, meditative walk together yeah. and. Um, it was really beautiful. And like that, when you're right, like you found your person when you, like, especially if you're a talker, like me and Anna, you know, you found your person. If you can just stop talking and right. be in that present moment with that person and experience it together without words.
0: That's right. Well, you know, what's really interesting too, is that I think that during COVID, yes, I miss getting together with my girls. I did, but I also missed and I kind of reconnected to just going out and doing something, doing something, just doing something outside of my house. You know, before we had COVID, there were days when I'd be like, oh my God, all I want to do is stay at home, right? I just want to stay at home. I want to watch television, I want to watch games, I want to read a book, I want to do whatever. And then we had to stay home and we weren't allowed to go out. And then I was like, oh my God, I just, I just want to go out. I just want to go and it's like, you know, see that that other people are alive. You know, don't I don't I don't need to hang out with you. I don't want to talk with you so much. Just I want to see other people who are not in my household. And one of the things that I that I came to realize later on as things started opening up was that. You know, I was so grateful for the fact that Micah and I like to do the same types of things Mm -hmm. Um, and we could then go out and do those things. Like you were talking about going for a hike. You know, we went out to, um, to Skyline Drive.
1: Mm, Which, beautiful. you know,
0: as everybody knows, Ashley and I live in the, in the DMV, District of Maryland, Virginia, and we live in Northern Virginia. And so um, Skyline Drive, if you're listening and you're not from here, it's over in the Shenandoah Valley in the Blue Ridge Mountains. And it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. It, you know, you can drive out there and it can take you about three hours if you're going to you know drive the entire trail. It's part of the Appalachian Trail. Um, and he and I just like going out there and doing those things. Doing those types of things. Yeah. You know, and so I appreciate the fact, I appreciate a couple things. I appreciate my husband. I also appreciate the fact, and this is probably why, you know, I'm with him and you're with Mike, that we like to do the same types of things together. Yeah. Yep. I love that.
1: Well, it's so funny because, like, Mike and I don't necessarily like doing all the same types of things together. Like if he had a choice, he'd be on his tractor all day long. (laughs) Like he just loves his tractor, but we also love nature. And so like we, we went on walks all the time during the pandemic. We explored so many different state local parks with the kids. We love hiking, Um, you know, and like something else, like, and I was going to ask you like, what's a positive habit that you developed during these past two years for me, it was rediscovering my love for running I like, I found that like running was like the, okay. So, cause like I had three really young kids at home all day long, every single day, Mike went to work. They didn't go to school for freaking year ever. Yes. A year. So my peace and solidarity was with the wind and, and for one year it was my only opportunity to be alone. Mm-hmm. I was not alone unless I was running and it became almost like a spiritual practice for me. And it, like, I, I'm not saying like I got good at it. I'm certainly not a <laughs> runner, but I did just complete, Anna knows this, the army 10 miler. Yep. I've never yep. run 10 miles in my entire life. I but haven't either. I, I did it. And like, I, I don't, I would have never done it had this pandemic not happened because running became my alone time. Mm -hmm. And it made me discover that like, I really needed alone time. But I also want to say, like, for anyone listening who, like, might not have a family, I also realized that, like, there were two ends of the spectrum for COVID. There were people like Anna and I that were constantly surrounded by kids and family. Like, literally, as Glennon Doyle says, I was dripping in children (laughs) for a year dripping. But, um, then there's this other side of this. And I actually have two cousins who are single in their mid thirties and like, you know, they had expressed how like lonely and isolating, isolating it. And, yeah. and I said, it, it was just like, it was like two extremes. Like yes. neither, neither one was good. Right. Like if you were alone and isolated without a partner or a loved one and like, didn't have like a husband, a wife, a partner, that is hard. It and is. then yeah. You're like a yeah. mom who is literally dripping in children and you can't go to, kids can't go to school and you can't take them anywhere because the goddamn playgrounds are closed. Right. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Then you're at home and it was just like awful on both ends. There it was. was no break. It was well, hard. Did
0: you did you see that study? Did you see a study that came out that said that high blood pressure rose in everybody, but especially women during the pandemic? And I can imagine it. As you know, I had to deal with a little bit of that too, because I had added stress. We, you know, during the pandemic, we actually moved my um my mother to uh, not, not an assisted living place, but like, um, uh, senior living type of thing. Cause it just got to be too hard. So she had, we had to move her out of her home where she's lived for 50 plus years and my childhood home, like the, really the only home I ever remember. So it broke my heart, but also it was the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. But getting her there was hard. So uh, my blood pressure, you know, my doctor was like, okay, got to monitor that thing. Now, luckily, um, thanks to once that passed and I was able kind of to, to to focus on me, my exercise and my health again, um, I'm back down to normal, you know, knock on, knock on wood. Um, but part of what helped me during that is that during COVID – more than i did before i really have worked out and Same. yes and i've I've, re, I've found my um i've always loved being outside but you know when you're working and you you have a gym membership and i still have a gym membership this is not a, you know bashing gyms but i love working out outside you know you and i would take zumba classes outside it, it was hot as balls in the summertime, I loved it. I this loved amazing. it. Amazing! I, I
1: freaking loved it.
0: I, I still do it. You it. know exactly. I do yeah. it. the The last one, you know, is 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 coming up, and so I loved it. I loved it when it was cold out. I loved it when it was hot out. I walked my dog. Um, you know, we this is this is now the second winter that that, that we are experiencing COVID. And I'm walking out outside I'm walking outside, you know, in the morning at 7 30, 7 o'clock in the morning. And you think to yourself, oh my God, it's like 35, 36 degrees outside. Before COVID, I never would have walked outside. I would have just said, Oh, let me just throw my, my clothes on, and go to the gym. And now with the gym's closed, you know, you need to get some work. You need to get something in. You gotta right? get outside. Exactly. So I went outside yeah. and I'm finding that again. And I'm loving that again, just being where I am.
1: Yeah. I feel the same, Anna. Like I, I have been able to spend a lot of time outside. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, like where we live and you know, this, like we have a lot of land. So the kids have been able to get outside. Um, a lot too. And it's just, I've just kind of rediscovered my love for nature um, and walking the local lake or running the local lake and also like creating new traditions with my children. Like I used to never bike ride with my oldest and we've gone on bike rides and none of this would have happened if it weren't for COVID. Like yeah, we're forever really. changed. But I think that there's a lot of there's a lot of positive change and I'm curious for any of our listeners like what was some of the like positive change that happened for you? I I we would love to hear it. And I would. like what are what are some healthy habits that that you have discovered um throughout COVID. And cuz I think it's really important like we know we know the bad that's happened. Like there has yeah. been grief. There has been this, I mean, it was a dumpster fire of mm-hmm. the past two years, like a siege on the Capitol, a lot of death, like, I mean, just uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like we know the bad, but I feel like often enough, we don't focus on the good that's happened. And this actually relates back to like my whole Lyme disease. Like when I had Lyme disease, now I say it, it was my greatest gift. It was my awakening and my wake up call. It changed my life trajectory for the better. And I'm actually grateful that I had it. It's mm-hmm. the gift of Now to get here, it went, I went through hell. Yep. Truly. And a solid. I literally physically, emotionally, spiritually went through hell. But at the same time, I felt like I was a caterpillar being rebirthed into a butterfly. And And I, 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 that's why I think it's important for us to like pause, reflect, and think about some of those good habits that we have developed. And, um, positive things that did happen. Absolutely. And I think, Anna, we had, we, and I have to go in a minute because bus stop, but we had a lot. <laughs> we did.
0: We did. And, and one of the things that you and I did together is we pivoted in what we did in our jobs to help people. We've talked about this before our work. Yeah. And, you know, we can't, is, you know, we did, we, we changed how we did what we did. And yeah. that was really, really interesting to me. We changed what we did, how we did. And we've come through on the other side. I think together, you know, and separately, we're stronger because of that. We've learned how to adapt. I mean, I don't know what, you know, this is a lot for for the whole entire world to handle. And I, I think that we've come through all of us still coming through it. We've come through better than, and it made it better than what we were before. So for that, I'm grateful. And we have, you and I, have a lot of stuff coming up in this new year to, to be grateful for and to to build upon. And I think that that's something that we can look forward to. And I hope that our listeners have that to look forward to. And if you're not there yet, don't give up because yeah. you you will. You, you will get there. And it's yeah. hard. You don't think it's going to be there, but, but there are, if you don't think you have anybody, you can like reach out to Ash and I, because we have been there <laughs> Yeah. and you know, we've helped each other get through. So,
1: and I'll say this too, Anna, like I used to be really hard on myself and like, Oh, I didn't do this. And like, I'm, I'm so like really self negative self-talk, but now, and this is what I'll say to our listeners, give yourself grace Yes. where you're at right now, look how far you've come like I think reflection is important. I don't think I do it enough, but I did start reflecting this morning and writing it down and I was like, damn, I wrote a book and I yes. I ran the Army Ten Miler. but I'll also say this, and if you didn't do anything and then you sat on your ass during the pandemic and you ate bonbons, great, give yourself great. Exactly. Like, just be kind to yourself
0: because you probably did not have the time to, to do be that before.
1: Yeah. No. True. All right, Anna. I know we can talk forever and ever and true. ever and ever. I got to go do true. bus stop. You know yes. how that goes. I but... go make cookies,
0: and then yeah. both, and, and both of us are working moms. What the heck? <laughs> yeah, you
1: know we we didn't even talk about all that. But anyways, we love you, listeners. Thank you for listening. Happy New Year! Here's to a prosperous, happy, healthy, joyous, fabulous 2021. 20, wait, 2022. <laughs>
0: 2022. Exactly. God, yes.
1: Give yourself some grace, be kind to yourself, and um, you're doing a great job. See you guys.